Here we go. Yes. We are back. Welcome all. Follow that rabbit. Follow the rabbit show at gmail.com. We're on anchor. Um, hey, first and foremost, uh, shout out to my boy, Lance. Uh, thank you so much for lending me your intro to, uh, for this show tonight. This is season one, episode one. That is Purple Slurm. Lance, my boy on bass vocals, Zach, guitar, and Johnny on drums. So we are back, formerly known as the Danger Chris podcast, Chris Danger Show. Long absence of a couple months, over 30 shows, all archived on Spotify, uh, Anchor, everywhere else you can find a podcast. couple episodes up on YouTube, a couple on, I think I put a couple up on BitChute. So the long and short of it, uh, I, was in a, I was in a rough place. Um, I was, the best way to describe it, is I was in an overload, just a brain overload with all that was going on a couple months ago or a little more than a couple months with the COVID starting and and the Black Lives Matters and the Antifa and this and that. And I just got a little, little too buried into it and I, I had to disconnect. I had to take a break, uh, had to get some things in order and I am back and that show taught me one very important lesson. Actually, it taught me several important lessons, but one major important lesson that that podcast taught me how to be a podcaster. And I feel I'm more mature. A couple months under my belt. Yeah, still making you know errors. It's a growing process, but we decided to come back and I changed the name, so we're starting new, and, you know, I think everyone has a right to start new at different times in their lives, and this this was fairly recent from one podcast to another, but, hey, here we are. Uh, it's, it's the Follow That Rabbit uh, podcast, Follow The Rabbit Show, whatever you want to call it, either or, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. It, it just stuck in my head. Uh, so yeah, it's follow that D A T rabbits, but I decided to call my, uh, the anchor platform and, and the future podcast and, and my Gmail account. If you want to get a hold of me on email, I decided to go with follow the T H E. And I just thought that was easier for my listeners and followers. And I, not to say that you're dumb or anything, but they both. I couldn't shake either one, and I had to go with both of them. So from here on out, you'll hear me introduce the show either or. I might do both. Who knows? So here we are. And a lot of people misunderstood me in a lot of things, my views, this and that. And I decided to make episode one just by myself. With my trustworthy rabbit, Emil Orwell, um, at my side. Unfortunately, he does not talk, or he would say something, or maybe he does talk and he's just 
He's just not talking, but who knows? Maybe later on in the show or maybe down the road, I we might have a talking rabbit, but who knows? So I'm back, and you're a lot of you are like, okay, he had to disconnect, recharge the batteries. Man, you're like just totally all over the place. We don't know where you stand on stuff. And I figured I never did an intro, a real introduction for the Danger Chris podcast, Chris Danger, formerly known as, all archived on Spotify and Anchor.fm. You could still go back to those shows, my early on learning experiences in the in the podcast community. And we decided to come back with a new show, with a new name, and I want to make it a little more focused. We're still going to have fun. I'll still have the fun guests and all that, but I wanted to come across a little more seriously. And I didn't feel that with the Chris Danger, Danger Chris uh, podcast. So here we are. We're back. And this is season one, episode one. And I wanted to do a, a formal introduction. I'm not going into my life, you know, bit by bit, frame by frame, but I want to touch on some key things, and I want to focus on right now what uniquely, in my opinion, makes me qualified to have a podcast and a voice. So I've been on this planet for 47 years. Was in the military 16 years, honorably discharged, two services, spent six years in the Navy, 10 years in the Army. Does that make me qualified? I all know. My six years in the Navy, half of it was schooling. I was enlisted. A quarter of it was underwater. And a quarter of it was above land. A year and a half of my life was spent underwater between both the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans. I am a proud submariner. And I would do it all over again. Second time around, when the army, you know, you know, older, early 30s, wanted something a little more chiller, went in the supply, the long and the short, two combat deployments to Iraq. Does that make me uniquely qualified? I don't know. I think so, right there. A lot of you have experienced lives that far have seceded. What I just mentioned. Okay. Two combat de um, deployments to Iraq. I think I just said that. You're in Japan. You're in Korea. Spent time in Mexico. Spent time in Canada over these 47 years. Two marriages. Divorced twice. Over 10 years of retail management experience. The thousands of people. Different walks of life different areas, lived in several states, Florida, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, Washington State. I think all that and maybe holding a top secret clearance three times over those 16 years and maybe one of those times having a clearance that was higher than top secret. Does that make me an expert? Does that make me the all-knowing person? Absolutely not. 
but it gives me a fresh insight into things. Not that I'm smarter than any of you, but in certain things, maybe I know things only because I was blessed to be in the right place at the right time and have the right clearances and know the right people. And some of you have not experienced those experiences. And that's fine. We all live different experiences. That was my path. That is the path I'm on. You know, 47 years old, I'm not going back in the military unless if I'm back in the military, you know, the shit hit the fan and it's the end of the world. So I'm not worried about that right now. I've done my time. But what makes me uniquely qualified? Well, it goes back to Anchor.fm's slogan. You have a voice. Be heard. Everyone has a voice. I think I have enough to bring to the table. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to talk about a lot of things. A lot of the same things we did with the Chris Danger Danger Chris podcast. And a lot of things are going to be evolved. Are going to involve politics. And unfortunately, a lot of you aren't the biggest politic-driven Fans, followers, but that's okay. Politics seems to put its ugly tentacles in to a lot of things. So, real quick snapshot, and I don't—I really didn't go into this um, on my first podcast, so I'm going to make it very clear because I got a lot of crazy emails and videos and and memes calling me a diehard Trump supporter to a communist and anarchist. I, I think I've been called every name in the book. So let's let's go through this quick recap. My political views. Born into a Democrat party, a traditional 60s John F. Kennedy Democrat party. Not the Democrat party of today, the one that's been hijacked. A Democrat, by its foundation, by its definition, a Democrat party. Grew up in a Democrat party. Gotcha. Had to rebel early teens. So everyone's a Democrat. What's Chris going to do? He's going to go complete opposite. He's going to go Republican. Watched Reagan, one of our last great presidents, um, nearly get assassinated by the deep state. And that was my introduction into what we call, what I define the deep state, which is very conspiratorial um conspiracy this conspiracy that i like the, the term deep states it, it's it has a it has this fresh it just has a very unique meaning to me just deep states i can't i really can't put words to it they're foreign to me i'm sorry so i could go down the rabbit hole how george bush uh the first George, who was a former CIA operative, actually he ran the CIA (laughs) uh, during John F. Kennedy's um, administration. And wasn't it funny that he was a CIA director um, under John F. Kennedy, but that's another rabbit hole for another day. So he was there and now he's the vice president under Reagan and oh, Reagan, there's an attempt on Reagan's life. And then there's dots, and this is a very dark, deep hole we're not going to go down to. But again, that's my introduction, and I tended to swing toward Republican. And you know, I love the whole thing with Ollie North up there and the Contra thing, and 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 that's another rabbit hole. And there's a rabbit hole here and a rabbit hole there. But you know, 
graduated from high school, went into the Navy, uh, served under Clinton. Uh, actually, to be truthful, I voted for Clinton uh, his first election um, when I was old enough to uh, vote. And then I went Bush. And I went to the complete opposite. So born into a, a, a traditional liberal, a classic liberal family. Um, rebelled, went Republican, went to the other side of the fence and saw that it wasn't all peachy on that side. Became a libertarian, a Ron Paul libertarian while still voting and following the Republican Party. The Libertarian Party makes a lot more sense in my views. Um, actually, I'm a classic liberal. Uh, the Democratic Party hijacked, uh, has been hijacked by the socialist and the communist and the and the Marxist and whatever is in that and what you want to call them. So my nature, I'm a classic liberal. That's been hijacked. So liber liberalism has been hijacked. If you can't see that, if you if you if you think that John F. Kennedy uh, politics are the same that Biden and and Warren and these these yo-yos Obama uh, follow, you're you're living a la la land. Okay, two different forms. Okay, we're talking '60s classic liberalism, um, str a strong defense, uh, but with liberals. Uh, um, policies to a socialist uh, Marxist policy of today. So I find libertarianism, fall in love with Ron Paul, uh, Wayne Allen Roots, um, a vice president candidate for the Libertarian Party several years ago, and I haven't looked back. So I went from Democrat to Republican to now a libertarian. I've been a full-fledged libertarian for... Although over three years, I I voted Trump, um, and that's going to be uh, I'm going to get into that. How does a libertarian vote for Trump? Very easily. When it's either Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, that's a no brainer. But we'll we'll talk about that in a second. But you know. One could say, one can argue that maybe I'm a constitutionalist, maybe I'm a combination of libertarianism, constitutionalists, uh, somewhere in there. Um, I'm going to go with libertarianism. I, uh, I'm very close to the platform. I think constitutionalism, uh, the Constitution Party and the Libertarian Party are very close. I think it's just like socialism and communism. Uh, what's the difference between the two? A gun and a bullet in your head is the difference between the two, basically. Um, I I feel that life, and I think a lot of people agree with me, life is not black and white. Life is gray and everything in between. But there are certain things in life that are black and white. And one of those things is politics. Right now, in today's day and age, it's Republican, Democrat, Democrat, Republican. There is no liberal 
Libertarian Party. There is no Communist Party. There's no Green Party. There's no this party. There's no that party. Yeah, they exist. They're, they don't have the war chest. They don't have the funds to support them. You don't see Dr. Joe Jorgensen, the uh, 2020 Libertarian um, nominee, and Spike Cohen, her VP, all over uh, your TV sets and all over your ads on your social media platforms. Sorry, they don't have the money behind them, okay? In a perfect world, Chris Z and his buddy Amel Orwell, the rabbit on his shoulder, are going to the polling station and I'm pulling the lever on Jorgensen Cohen the 2020 Libertarian Party because I'm a Libertarian but you know what it's not gray okay the Democrat Party and the Republican Party are corrupt as fudge almost swore there try not to swear at least for the introduction episode so there's a gun to your head and that's the way I look at it there's a gun to my head. Just like there was a gun to my head in 2016. It's Hillary Clinton. Or Donald Trump. There is no other lever. 2020. Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Or even if, if, he, if he even makes it another five months. He's stuck in a basement afraid to debate Trump, he's got signs of dementia. He, you can't understand the dude half the time. He, there's a funny YouTube. and No, it's not really funny. It's kind of sad. There's a YouTube up there with his translator trying to translate, and she's got this dumbfounded look on her face like, what the fuck is he saying? And I just cursed. Sorry. So now I'll be cursing. That's me. So the guns to your head. It's black or white. I'm sorry. There is no there is no gray because if there was, I'd be pulling the gray for my Libertarian Party. That's why I'm voting for Trump again. You think Hillary's bad. <laughs> the Biden family, the Biden cartel, the Biden cabal. For my military friends, veterans, you're on the battlefield. You just got shot. Would you like your tourniquet 90% pressure or 50% pressure with some blood coming out? I'd rather have it tighter to stop the blood with the possibility of maybe surviving this wound. I don't like Trump. I'm a libertarian. He is the lesser of two evils. My own party, I know that's a major it's a major fight. The lesser of the two evils fight. I know. It's sad, but I'm sorry. There is no gray. There is no libertarian. There's not enough of us like-minded that will pull the trigger. Because we can bombard it and brainwash by Democrat, Republican. Democrat. And Republic rap. Or the other way around. Whatever. I want Trump 2020. And I want between 2020 and 2024. The rise of the Libertarian or Third Party or whatever you want to call it. 
a constitutional libertarian, uh, a, a libertarian classic liberal party to arise. And in 2024, I want to finally vote with my, my party, the libertarian party or whatever independent party this, this party evolves itself into. That is my dream. But for now, five months away, that's your choice. And I can respect I can respect those of you who don't even vote at all. I respect you a lot more if you hate Trump so much that you just sit out versus you hate him so much you're going to vote for Biden. Biden is a complete fucking mess. All right. If you're if you if you hate both candidates and all that jazz, yeah, sit it out. I think it's wrong, but I understand. I'm voting for the lesser two evils. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. Oh, well. Until the Libertarian Party gets a war chest and gets the funding and gets the gets the people that the Republicans and the Democrats have in their tents, that's your choice, boys and girls. It's either Democrat or Republican. That's facts. That's not me just, just making up things. Whether you want to believe it or not, you know it's true. So I hope that in 2024, vote for my true party, my true allegiance, the Libertarian Party. But until then, keep beating the, the horse, you know. He's already dead. So what are we going to talk about? Eight minutes ago in episode one, introduction. Current events, we're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter, Antifa, their terrorist organizations. We're going to get into it. They're just as bad as the KKK. Uh, politics. Unfortunately, everything interwines, intervenes. It's it's a it's a it's 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 a spider web. It's all politics. Medical marijuana. I have mild PTSD. I have traumatic brain injury. I had a couple concussions in Iraq. Another day, another story. I use medical marijuana. I treat it like alcohol. I do not use machinery such as vehicles on it. I do it at night. Um, I'm a consenting adult of 47 years on this earth. Washington State is a legal state. I use it very, very small dosages. It helps me with my back pain, my PTSD, my and some other things I don't want to go into right now. That's all you need to know. Uh, we're going to talk about conspiracies, uh, music, gold, silver, cryptocurrency, why you need to be in Bitcoin, um, spirituality, everything. So I hope that clears it up for a lot of you people. I I cut my cable line three years ago. I don't follow Fox, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. You pick the alphabet. They're all fake. All right. So... Stop sending me clips and, and, and this and that. I, I, I don't follow cable news. I, I don't watch TV hardly. I, I barely watch Netflix with all that's going on with these 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 pedos, pedos, whatever you want to call them, these, these child abusers. Uh, they're all in Hollywood and politics, and we're going to be going down that rabbit hole. Um, and we're going to begin with some serious things. So I'm trying to get some of my favorite, you know, favorite guests on some of my um, my my original podcast uh, uh, show, the Danger Chris podcast. Trying to get um, um, trying to get Dakota back on here. Want to get Abolitious, 
um, Ezra Brooks, uh, who's kind enough to donate and help pay for half this microphone I'm on. I'm trying to get him back on. Hopefully, I'll have uh, an episode tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. Um, yeah, Barrett, great host. Um, Skunk Girl, I, I, I think that's your name. Vicky. Vicky was a great uh, episode. Um, Meet Lord. Uh, I know he wants to get his friend wants to get in on and talk some sports and stuff. I think his name is Max. Uh, I need to reach out to them. Um, I, I, I apologize. Laura and, and, and her boyfriend, who I can't pronounce in Hebrew. I'm sorry. Um, love to get him back on. Very knowledgeable guy. Uh, uh, Cam Jam. Um, very, very intriguing, um, shows when I, I'm with him trying to get Dan on, um, my boy, um, Jeff, uh, Mr. Crypto want to get him on. Um, got a couple other surprises I'm trying to work on, get on a couple other former, uh, army and Navy veterans, um, that I served with and, um, you know, we'll see who else might want to jump in the, the rabbit hole with the animal Orwell. A lot of you um, probably have figured it out. Um, I had to make a Facebook account and they wanted a name. So one of my favorite writers, George Orwell, known for two classical inspirations of mine, um, Animal Farm and 1984. Um, so I used Orwell and then Emil is my middle name, E-M-I-L. Um, so it's an old um, German name. Um, passed on through many generations to me. Um, I hold it. So I am Amel. My alter ego is Amel Orwell, the rabbits, and I am Chris Z. Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, C-H-R-I-S-T, and then my last name is Zellner, Z-O-E-L-L-N-E-R. Um, so we're back. Um, so we're back. Um, we're going to get into it hard. My batteries are charged. Uh, again, thank you to Lance and Toxic Rain for letting us use. Um, he said I could use anything on his album. So, yeah, man, check these guys out. Go to YouTube. Just type in Toxic Rain. Uh, these, these guys are badass. That, I mean, I, you know, I listen to them all. They're all pretty good. But this Purple Slurm, their intro made sense to intro into the show. So I'll be using that until, you know, maybe later on I'll figure a way to come up with my own unique um, intro. But until then, man, yeah, the Toxic Rain, man, uh, Purple uh, Slurm um, definitely freaking hits it. So, yeah, man, we are going to be talking about everything. And, you know, I just want to make that clear to a lot of people. Politically, that's where I stand. Conspiracy, as far as conspiracy theories and you know, a lot of things I get wrong, a lot of things that I've said years ago that are coming, you know, you know, to, to life. So I, I don't believe in the term conspiracy theories. I, I believe the, the word was rooted uh, by a communist or a socialist. I'll have to look that up, but it's 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 a tool to um if you cannot logically debate someone and you cannot counter them and you have no answers, so you call them a conspiracy theorist because you don't know and you're scared and you just you, you have no way to fight them because a lot of the stuff they're saying you you, you have no knowledge of. So uh, this whole conspiracy thing, you know, you know, 
for you, for you people out there saying the government's great and uh, there are no conspiracies, why, why do we still not know, know what really happened to John F. Kennedy? I, I think I have a real good idea. I think, uh, I think, um, I think his vice president, um, oh, what was that? It, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, Lyndon Baines Johnson. I think he had something to do with it, and I think Bush did too, as the CIA. Uh, the, um, Bush one, who was the CIA um, director of the time. I think they're deep state. And we're going to go down those rabbit holes. And, and and you could call me crazy this and that, but I'm going to do my best to back it up with as much fact as possible. So in the last uh, minute remaining, um, guys, yeah, I'm voting Trump, but I'm a libertarian. And I, I don't want to, but uh, <laughs> between him and Biden, come on, man. Really? Really? You got to think about that. All right, whatever. Don't vote at all. I rather I respect you. I actually I respect you, even though I said earlier, you know, I don't believe in that. But I respect you more if you don't vote. But if you vote Biden, oh my God, creepy sniffing Biden. Whatever. All right, guys. Thanks for following. Thanks for uh, coming back to the show. We're now follow the rabbit. Um, so it's follow the rabbit show at gmail.com. You know, support us. I take uh, take Bitcoin. It's on the description below. Cash app. Um, C-H-R-I-S-I-N-W-A. Follow my boy uh, Lance, Zach, and Johnny over at uh, Toxic Rain. Until next time. <laughs>